Take a Ride podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, m.starkspow. I'll be running the ball ISO this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. This episode, we are just going to strictly talk about the Brooklyn Nets for this episode. Pretty much a a review of what the team could look like in the dynasty outlook and obviously what they're going to look like next year. Uh, But before we get that, this episode started, I wanted to uh, let you guys know to make sure to check out newlifefantasy.com. Join the mailing list, join as a member for free, Uh, continues to, or actually helps us to continue to let our um, brand grow. So we appreciate you guys being patient with us uh, during these difficult times. And uh, I do pray that things get better for you guys or for, for all of us in, in a sense of what's going on right now. Just keep your head up. We're going to get through this as long as we stay positive and not fear this situation. So uh, with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. So the Brooklyn Nets, what we will talk about is just basically, again, um, a review on them. And I think we I think it's important that if I'm if I'm running ISO, I'm going to review more of the teams. Uh, we'll just probably touch up on maybe another round or two when LT gets on. Uh, but for the time being, when I'm running ISO, I will definitely give you guys the review on these teams. So Brooklyn Nets, it's a very interesting team. Uh, we know that Kevin Durant was out for the, pretty much. Well, not pretty much. He was out for the whole season. Uh, do we think the NBA season is going to come back this year for playoffs? I mean, it's still to be seen. I don't think it's going to happen. But moving forward, uh, the guard that we were looking at here, or the guards, is Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, we we can also talk about Kyrie Irving, but obviously he was injured. You know, he's riddled with injuries after exploding in the beginning of the season, which I was always a little cautious of, just because of that injury risk. Drafting him in the first round, back in early second round, that a lot of people paid a premium on uh, in redraft and points formats. Now, dynasty formats. I am still a tad bit concerned, but we'll, we'll get to him momentarily. But as far as Spencer Dinwiddie, he's 27 years old. Uh, he had a decent season. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of him. And it's not to say he's just because I'm not a fan of him doesn't make him a good player because he was a good player. Uh, he finished in ADP ranking in a nine cat leagues at 155. So he was, you know, 12, he was 12 man league rosterable. Uh, you know, on the back end of your bench, he got a lot of playing time with Kyrie Irving out playing averaging 31 minutes a game, 20 points a game has to be a career high for him. Almost two snipes a game, uh, 6.8 assist his steals. He's not a steals artist, ladies and gentlemen, that's just not his MO, but that's okay. Neither does he play. Well, I wouldn't say play the best defense, but he doesn't play to get you that category stat of steals. It's not available for him. He's at 0.6 steals. Uh, field goal percentage was putrid this year at 41%. Uh, charity stripe was meh, meh. It was meh. It was all right. It was pretty, it actually wasn't too bad. He shot 77% uh, at seven attempts at the charity stripe. So he was a scorer, you know, ladies and gentlemen, That that's safe to say. So you got him for like the cheapest of the cheapies is what we like to say here in New Life. And in a dynasty format, I mean, you got him cheap. And honestly, you're would you okay, so would you buy him? It kind of goes by what your situation looks like. He's more of a six man when KD comes back. Kyrie's going to be hopefully fine. And then what, careless, careless Levert. I like to call him careless. Careless Levert. But that's... Ch- 
let's just go ahead and transition to Karis LeVert here momentarily. But Dinwiddie's a good player. Uh, just don't expect him to get a lot of steals, but he's more of a points and a couple of snipes here and there and maybe get more to the charity stripe, which is a nice sight to see from him. But Joe Harris, uh, well, actually, before I get to Joe Harris, Karis LeVert, um, he had some flashes this season. I thought he would be a potential top 75 to top 50 player. He didn't seem to pan out that way, uh, and I thought he would. But I will say this. Although he was his ADP in a nine-cat league finished at 182 the last two months of the season, at least even in the last 11 games, he was uh, inside the top 50. So things were starting to cook. He started out pretty bad this season with inconsistencies, but he really started to get things cooking uh, with a high usage rate of 30. Also within the, those uh, those last 11 games, scoring 24 points, almost three snipes a game, just looking out amazing. 1.6 uh, steals in that 11-game span. Um his free throw percentage wasn't good this year, so that also took a hit. His field goal percentage wasn't good. I think he's a player that at the age of 25, he's close to his prime. So he's still fairly young, and I think I would try to buy him off a of gym. I'm not going to break my back for someone like him, but I think he's worth to have in mind to that he could potentially be a top 75 to 80-ish player. Uh, with Katie back in a fold, that does hamper some of his value, uh, along with alongside with Kyrie. But Karis LeVert, if he starts or if he comes off the bench, he he's going to be good still. I think he's going to get his. Okay, Joe Harris is uh, a decent guy. Some people thought he was going to be a little bit better this year than he was last year. I didn't really see it that way. Um, he he finished in the ADP ranking of one forty. He got 30 minutes a game, averaged almost 14 points a game, 2.4 snipes, uh, 4.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists, under, what's the, a .6 steals, shot 47%, charity stripe 74%. So he finished out better the year prior to that. It's probably because his field goal percentage was closer to 50%, and he shot a lot better at the free throw line, but it's not a high volume of attempts. Do we think he could potentially get better? I don't know how much more he could get better. Could he be more uh, inserted into from the bench or to start? But again, with KD coming back, Kyrie coming back, you got Karis LeVert. It's like, it's not to say he's a, a guy looking out, outside looking in. He's going to still be a serviceable, serviceable player. Even in fantasy, he'll be fine. But I mean, don't expect him to give you you know, top 125, you know, that, that is honestly probably the, his ceiling at this point in time of his career, but that's not something I wouldn't believe he would do. He's this, around this range of 140 to 150 range seems to be, be fair, but where you drafted him at, you're going to be okay, you know, in a sense. Um, now, this is really strange. Now, you guys know where I'm going with this. DeAndre Jordan and the Jared Allen, they keep playing a hot potato with one another. And that's one of those things you just don't like to do in fantasy, like at all, you know, in, in fantasy basketball, even in football. Uh, you, you guys know about that committee, running back by committee and the running backs with football. It's almost like they were doing that in Brooklyn with uh, Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan. But I will say this, DeAndre Jordan is close to 32 years old. 
Jared Allen, uh, Jared Allen is still a young pup, very young pup that is at 22 years old. And it's only a point in time that Jared Allen hopefully should get the keys to just be starting to get the heavy minutes away from DeAndre Jordan. I mean, maybe let me backtrack that. Maybe they still may play this committee here a little while, especially with KD coming back. I'm sure DeAndre Jordan would like to play together with KD on the court. Uh, but going on to DeAndre Jordan, we expected his minutes to come down, and it did. 22 minutes a game. Uh, he finished in a nightcat category of 124. He was still at 10 rebounds a game. Cool. He was under a block. Uh, I wouldn't. I almost want to say the first time in his career, but that's not true. Uh, he, but he was under a block. His field goal percentage was still good at 66%. Always a very good field goal percent. Field goal percent shooter, but just know he's not going to take a lot of attempts. It's really those easy, easy baskets right next to the hoop. Now, Jared Allen on a, uh, on his side. I will say that I just I've never been the I okay so I thought no not that I th- no, I didn't think he was going to be good this year. I still think that maybe he could be good in a few years. I know a lot of hype and echo has been revolving around this guy for quite some time. He's a pretty good player. You know, that's not the knock on him. But I just don't think it's his time yet. Give him about two to three more years. Could he be better next year? Yeah, potentially. Uh, just because of if DeAndre Jordan, if he supplants him for real this time. But I just don't see that happening yet. Uh, but, you know, finish at 95 inside the top 100. It's pretty good. But a lot of people drafted him uh, in dynasty formats in top 50 to 60 range. And I'm just like, man, I, I, I can't do that. And... It's understandable right now, but you know if you're building for the long term in the future, you're looking fine. It's, you're you're going to be okay uh, to to deal with Jared Allen for the next year or so if he doesn't get the minutes. But just imagine once he gets the bulk of those minutes, he could potentially be at some point of his career a two block plus type of game guy with ten plus rebounds type of game guy with high field goal percentage type guy. He's not going to give you the usage rate. He's not going to give you high volume, but you know, maybe, maybe that could start changing. Obviously with KD uh, comes back because when you have KD and Kyrie, they're going to get a lot of attention and Jared Allen can get those very easy baskets if they did pick and roll. So that's something to keep and keep a lookout on. That's actually a beautiful sight to see if that is the case. So uh, the Prince of all sayings, this guy just Man, he just upsets me. I thought he... Okay, and this is where I'm going to eat my crow. I thought he was going to be uh, an improved player this year. He had all the opportunity in the world to do so. Eh, not so much. ADP ranking this year, 178. In points leagues, he had some flashes. He even had some flashes this year in nightcat leagues, but them flashes was more like flashes in the pan. Terrible one. Terrible joke. But anyways, uh, 2.3 snipes a game. That's really good to see. Uh, the last 11 games, he it's like he got worse. They took minutes away from him. And I guess it's rightfully so because he just wasn't been, he hasn't been playing good. Uh, what's his career look like? At the age of 25 and KD coming back, he's really going to be outside looking in for the time being. Right. So a couple of guys I want to talk about real quick in a dynasty, deep, deep dynasty for, format is Radion's Karuks, Musa and Claxton. Real quick, 
Karuk still has some potential to be a decent player in in his career, in his career. I like to call him Krusty the Clown, by the way. And then uh, Musa and Claxton, these are guy these are guys that has some potential to do all right uh, in a dynasty format. Just let them uh, uh, groom them. But I, I do like the the potential of Nicholas Claxton. It's just unfortunate I got all these bigs now in Brooklyn. It's just really weird. And then just to go soup, just quick ISO, obviously on the superstar players, which is Kyrie and KD, and then the Brooklyn Nets overall. Brooklyn with KD and Kyrie, it's almost like if we have an NBA season next year, this team is going to be a wrecking ball on the East. It's pretty clear and fair to say. I think we should all say say that. But Milwaukee probably has something to say. Boston, other teams in the East is actually very underrated that, I mean, goodness, Toronto. There's so many actually good teams now in, in on the East Conference. But to have KD back with the, the top 10 in fast-paced offense that Brooklyn was this past year, imagine having him and uh, having his defensive prowess, uh, KD, that is the length and the under underrated uh, defense that he has. So that is going to be a beautiful sight to see with him and Kyrie working together. Um, I don't know. Should we, I mean, there, uh, I, so when it comes to like NBA game or like playoffs, the predictions of who wins, I'm trash. If there's anything that I'm really trash at is predicting like who's going to win the championship. If it's not, obviously, as we remember the Golden State Warriors, it's pretty locked down for some years, right? Until things kind of changed. Uh, but coming out of the East, uh, I think Brooklyn could be one of those top contenders that could potentially win a championship straight out the gates. Because obviously, KD and Kyrie is monsters, but Karis LeVert is a very underrated player when he's healthy. So those guys alone can help this team uh, anchor a potential playoff push to make it in a championship. So it gets, it goes by how's this his Achilles going to react? Is he going to be fully healthy? Is he ready? And some people are saying that he is kind of ready now to play if they had an NBA season. And if they do to finish it off in Brooklyn, let's just say that if they had games to finish off, would they be allowed to? And if they did in Brooklyn had an opportunity to make the playoffs, would KD play if he's healthy? That would be interesting, but I don't think it's something that's going to happen. Uh, but I I will say this. I will go on a limb and say this. I don't, I, it's hard for me to believe that Kyrie and Katie will be healthy enough in the playoffs. It just feels, it feels weird. And more likely, more or less likely maybe Kyrie, uh, just because he gets injured quite often, on a on a basis, KD has has kind of been too lately if you think about it. But to come off an Achilles injury, as you guys know, this that's one of the worst injuries to try to recover from. So hopefully he is all right. I mean, obviously he doesn't rely on his athleticism with it, which is a good thing for uh, KD. But that's something to say. Um, but I think that's pretty much all I have to for this episode. I will say. If there is anything that Brooklyn needs to improve their roster, I think they still need some strong 
uh, people off their bench. And I mean, their, their, their roster is pretty solid all the way around. You're like, well, what about Prince? Prince should be playing better. That guy, the veteran of Shirley Temple, legends of the Hidden Temple, Garrett Temple, if he continues to be there. They have some pieces there, but it seems like there's still something missing. And I think what they're missing is that health kit, that health box, meaning that healthy, those two players being healthy. They just have to stay healthy. And if that's the case, they'll they'll make it they'll make it potentially to the championship. And even that's I can even think of that them being potentially beating the the, the likelihood of Milwaukee. But I don't know. I miss I miss the NBA. I know you guys do too. Uh I think that's pretty much all I have. So the clutch shot I will take here is again, you guys, uh it's it's been an honor that you guys are still listening and tuning in to us and, and checking out our articles. Make sure you guys still check out that stuff because we don't just share basketball, we share the faith. We share um baseball and football as well. They're talking about potentially doing the football season. Uh still regardless on you know and I I think that's interesting so hopefully things start to change uh but just be prepared for anything to happen ladies and gentlemen so uh you guys can follow me on my Twitter handle it's at Starks underscore industry I know I've been lacking on posting stuff on on Twitter but you know it's it's okay <laughs> and what I mean by that is just like I, I just been very busy so forgive me but if you guys have questions always reach out to me on there or even on Instagram at m.starkspowell I'm always giving uh you know inspirational you know uh videos short stories on there each day so check that out you know for the faith and uh that's that's pretty much it. So with that being said, God bless you guys. Have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride.